0: conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. Well, I am just thrilled to be bringing you part two of my conversation with cultural icon Kathy Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee is just about to release a worldwide movie premiere in theaters everywhere on September 1st. This movie is called The Way. It is the stories of the Bible set to music. And it all began with one song recorded by Christian recording artist Nicole C. Mullen called The God Who Sees. From that, Kathy began to follow something that God had placed in her heart as a seed, a dream seed decades ago, and she is finally seeing it come to pass. I want you to sit back and drink in this up-close And personal, very candid conversation that we had about what it's been like for her to have a new beginning after so much success and some failures as well. What it's like to carry something in your heart for so long, wondering, is it ever going to happen? And to see God move you into something that requires a new leap of faith, launching you into a brand new frontier. Listen, wherever you find yourself, And what God has called you to do, I know this one is going to speak to you. So sit back, drink it in, and enjoy this powerful conversation with this amazing woman, Kathy Lee Gifford. I am delighted to be sharing a conversation with this incredible woman, Kathy Lee Gifford. Oh,
1: stop it, Jen.
0: Incredible. Go,
1: go, keep going. I know, I know you
0: just have (laughs) never heard such things in your life. I just have such a need for attention. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was so taken aback by you the first time I met you. Everybody talks about your warmth, but it's warmth whether you're on the screen or sitting in a living room, but your presence in whoever you're talking with, that you're right there. Your heart is there, your attention's there. That's hard to come by for a woman who's had a career and a life like yours how do you do that? First of all,
1: well, my new assistant Allie is sitting next to you, and she can tell you she doesn't always do that. <laughs> well, it's not easy. No, life is hard and life is complicated. But we're all human. The Bible says, "Do not weary in the well doing," because He knows we will weary in it.
0: Yeah, so and true. I'm
1: I'm in a wonderful season of my life now, Jen, where I don't have to get up early. I get up anyway, or if I wake up really, really early, I go, "Oh my goodness." Yeah. I don't have to get in a car. I don't have to commute into, you know, into New York. So for the first time in decades I have freedom from my own schedule. I love it. And that. I'm really really grateful for that. Yeah. But I'm also promoting my new film and my newest book. And it comes at a time where I'm going through a couple of physical issues yeah. that I'm being treated for, some some stuff on my foot and something on my hip. And it's just, you know, yeah. you start to feel your age a little bit. And it's upsetting to me that the old gray mare <laughs> ain't what she used to be. Oh, and it's word. it's upsetting to me because I have so much work yet to do. yeah The fun part is doing the work of the writing of the film and recording the music and right. being in the studio and being on set, being on location and editing. And all of that. The hard part is then when it's all done, it's the selling of. Right, right. You know, and I'm certainly not selling it to enrich myself. Right. This is all ministry for me. Yeah. But I find myself just wishing I was on a beach Uh in Italy right now. Uh huh. You know? And I
0: think that's what I see about you. And maybe that's what's striking is that you could ride on your personality, your charisma, even your reputation. I mean, you could just blow people off. But. I think that presence of somebody else in the room and you choose to be aware and live aware of the grace of God and go... What is there here to maybe say or do? I tend to be
1: like so many people. When they're worn out from something and weary from it, you tend to just start thinking thoughts that are not helpful. So true. You know, the Bible is so clear about, think on these things, and Mm -hmm. it's all these beautiful things. It says anything that's praiseworthy, something that's beautiful and, and gracious and noble and pure. And then all of a sudden you're thinking... I'm only thinking about my hip, and I'm only thinking about my schedule. And instead of thinking about, gee, look at all the fantastic people I get to talk to today. I'm thinking, how long is that one going to take? I know. And you know what it is? It's your humanity is at war without divinity, because Jesus abides in us, so... My humanity as a woman of a certain age, I'm almost 40 now.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, um, Fabulously 40. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is at war with the Holy Spirit, which is alive and powerful and down to my joints and and my marrow and my stem cell. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, and it serves us all well to realize. That's why he said, you're going to have to put yourself in remembrance because other things are going to be screaming at you. Oh, I've never heard that that way. Put yourself in remembrance, and we go. Oh, that's right. I'm not just a natural being. There's a spiritual side to this. Yeah you know, that influences, but is choosing that for the record, anytime you want to have this conversation on the beach of Italy, I'm your girl. Okay. Make the
1: call. I just, you know, I'm just ready for that. I'm ready to let my brain not be about a scene I have to shoot or a a song I have to record as grateful as I am to be in that season of my life. We all need Sabbaths. Yes, we do. We need Sabbaths, and and God made us that way. And and we need joy and celebration, too. And so I'm looking forward to the project being birthed. Yeah. Yeah. I've been pregnant for four years now with this one. It's time. It's good old-fashioned storytelling. And when I say, have you seen The God Who Sees? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, yes, I love that, or I was moved by that. That's an oratorio. Right. Not about one story. We told the story of Hagar. We told the story of Ruth. Mm-hmm. Well, not the whole story, of course, but right. an episode in their life. Yes. And then Ruth and then David mm-hmm. hiding from Saul. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Mary Magdalene at the cross and at the tomb. Yeah. And that was the genesis for the whole film now, the way... Because that started out to be just what we call in songwriting circles, a right. Yeah. W-R-I-T-E, where you decide to, for whatever reason, whether it's somebody you know well or somebody you've never met before or just you've heard their music and you're interested in. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things about having moved to Tennessee. I have probably written about 50 or 60 times now. With somebody I've never met before. It's so creative.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: we haven't written, you know, tons of, like, brilliant, brilliant songs. Every one of them was a good song. Yeah. Some of them were great. Yeah. And some of them were world-class. So you never know. Yeah. But you never know what you're going to get. So I was at a write that our dear friend and mutual friend Angie had set up for me. Mm -hmm. She did this four years ago, and I hadn't even moved here yet. Oh, wow. And she said, I was in town for, for something else. She goes, I want you to have a write this particular morning with Nicole C. Mullen. Mm -hmm. And I went, is that the one that wrote and sings, I Know My Redeemer Lives? She goes, yes. I said, oh, she's fantastic. We met down on 4th Avenue in Franklin, Tennessee. And in walks Nicole with her guitar, like right out of a magazine. I mean, her arm muscles. Are are ridiculous. Need their own movie. Yeah, they've got their own zip code. They're ridiculous. (laughs) You know, she's just a dream to work with. And we sat down to write a little song about Hagar. Hagar was on my heart. Hagar mm-hmm. was on her heart. Mm-hmm. In fact, she had already started writing a, a song about Hagar, but mm-hmm. she wasn't anywhere near finished it. It was, just, it was on her heart. Yeah. I had just seen, after studying the Bible and all the way through, 11 times in 11 years, I mean, the Bible in a year, you know. You right, know. right. And I thought I knew every scripture, not by heart, but I'd read it. It's just amazing to me about the Word of God. All of a sudden, right around this time, I see in Zechariah, I think it's 1, five, it says, I will be a ring of fire around her. I will be the glory in her midst. And Zechariah was talking about how God would make Jerusalem, yeah. who was surrounded by her enemies, right. he would be the ring of fire, protection around her. He would be the glory in Jerusalem's midst. I was touched by the pronoun her because... Judaism is very much a patriarchal yes. history in society. So true. It is. It's all based on the father in a good way. That father is loving his eternal father, you know, Bet Av, the fathers house. That father's going to be a blessing to everyone in his household. Right. If he's not following right. the father, heavenly father, and a godly man, then that house is going to be chaos Mm-hmm. And hell on earth. Mm-hmm. So many people have never been able to understand their heavenly Father because they had a hellish one
0: so on true. this
1: planet. It's so much harder to get them to understand the concept of a God who loves them. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So anyway, we sat down to write, and we didn't get much done because she had to leave for Nigeria. I had to leave for my ministry, mm. the Today Show, that very day. Right. And so we got a little started. We got "She's Crying in the Desert." You know, we got a little bit of "I Will Be." A ring of fire around you, and I will be... yeah. So we got enough that we knew, verse-wise, how we wanted to go, and uh, chorus-wise. yeah. And she had to go, and I had to go. I said, I've got time. I'm done at 11. I can finish this song. Yeah. We thought we were writing a three-minute song for maybe Danny Gokey or somebody, or even Nicole, you know, played on K-Love Radio. And sometimes you just wonder, I'd like to put myself in the mind of the little boy who had his loaves and his fishes. And he knew that Jesus was asking, well, what have you got? And he offers up a little loaf and a little fish. What was going on in that little boy's mind? Yeah. Handing it over into the hands that created the world. Yeah. You know, then that would one day be nail scarred for dying for him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, this is the kind of stuff that just, it's incredible. I can't even fathom, but my imagination goes there. So that's what we were doing that day. we was just a little light loaf and fish, Lord, you know, bless yeah. it. She left, I went home, and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, finished DiHagar, and then I just kept writing. Mm. And all of a sudden, it was about Ruth, and then all of a sudden, it was about David hiding from Saul. Shh. All desert experiences, different in different times of, you know, history, but nonetheless, real mm-hmm. and personal. And then I ended it up with Mary Magdalene at Jesus's cross and at his Tomb, And I'd done so much writing for theater and for film yeah. that I thought, okay, this is not a song per se. This is a theater piece. Yeah, It went from three minutes to all of a sudden it's 11 and a half minutes long. Wow. Nobody writes a song right. 11 and a half minutes. Right. No, but theater is a completely different animal. So yeah. I didn't know how she was going to take that when she got back from mm-hmm. Nigeria, but I said, you know what, this is what I've done. Mm. We're not married to it, Right. but I'd like you to give it a shot. Yeah, And let's take it into our recording booth with Sal Oliveri. Honestly, when you listen to The God Who Sees and you watch what she does on camera from the finished version that we shot in Israel, 98% of what you hear was her first take in the studio <sighs> that day.
0: You are kidding me. No.
1: Now people should go back and watch it now and go, Oh, are you kidding it's me? It's
0: so anointed. It is so anointed. It's breathtaking. It's breathtaking.
1: And it became out of a place of all of us of humility and not yeah. knowing what we had and yeah. what is this, Lord? And here's our loaf and our fish and yeah. show us.
0: Yeah.
1: Show us, Lord.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to be taking you know, video and pictures of her while they were working. Yeah. I never took a shot, yeah. which I'm sorry I don't have, but yeah. once she started I was on my face. Wow. Worshipping. Wow. I got up when she finished. And I went over to Sal, who's He's trembling, yeah. his hands on the keyboard. And I look at him and his face is soaked from sobbing. And I said, Not your typical demo day, is it, Sal? And he goes, No. No. And I look up over the glass to where Nicole has been. I'm looking at her and she goes, Did you like it? Or Ugh. something like that, or Was that okay? Yeah. I said, Get in here. Wow. Get in here and listen to what God just did through you. Yeah. And we knew, and I said, you know what, Nicole, I'm going to take the profits from the rock Roden rabbi that I had sitting in my kingdom account.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I had about $500,000 just sitting there saying, what do I do with it?
0: Yeah.
1: And I said, we're going to take that money, and we're going to go down to Ocean Way Studio.
0: Yeah.
1: We're going to go down there, and I'm going to hire 65 of the greatest musicians in all of Nashville, the ones who play at the Nashville Symphony Orchestra. Wow. And I remember sitting at Ocean Way with Nicole, and we are just blown away by the beauty of it and i said you know what lord just spoke to me right now we're going to israel right now pack your bags we're going to israel i'm going to direct for the first time in my life i've been in front of the camera since i was 10 years old i've never directed and i said i'm going to direct this
0: walk me through this this hits you like a lightning bolt
1: it always does Always. Always. It's either a gentle whisper or a lightning bolt. There is no middle ground with me. Really? <laughs> yes. A Gentle whisper. <laughs> yes. Like the Lord spoke to Elijah. Yeah. After all that success he had with the Baal uh-huh. priests and all that, and he ran and beat Ahab's chariot Yeah. all the way back to Jerusalem. Yeah. And he kept running, and he went all the way down to Mount Sinai.
0: So when these things hit like that, because now you've got history of this happening, do you just have this sense like I'm getting ready to jump off another cliff?
1: No, it's the exact opposite. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to the Mount of Transfiguration.
0: Really? It's
1: not about jumping off a cliff. It's like, oh my Lord, here we go. Buckle up. Here we up. go. I come from a place of faith, not fear. I've thought it. There's a good chance this is going to fail. I don't entertain that.
0: Mm. I, I just say
1: immediately, of course there's a great chance. It probably will. That doesn't mean I'm not supposed to do it. Wow,
0: that's the key, right there. Right there.
1: If God's telling me to do it, right. only He knows what the end result is.
0: That's on I Him. I just have
1: to be faithful to do that what He asks so me to do. Good. So many people are given these words from the Lord, Jen, yeah. but then they let fear paralyze them. Yeah, you know, fear is Satan's first. You know weapon against Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's not going to happen. Right. This is what's going to happen. Right. Caused the whole history of all mankind to change because she did something out of fear of missing out on something. Right. You know, maybe I misunderstood God. Right. Maybe I didn't. I have made mistakes in my life, big mistakes, but not the kind that are earth shattering if I was walking with God. They were mistakes that were made in an honest, yeah. you know, way. Right. They were legitimately because of this or that or right. something happened or the, the market crashed or things with that. Right. Or No, no. But the times that I've made the biggest mistakes, the ones you wish you could take back, uh-huh. was when I was not listening to the voice of God. Wow. When I'm listening to the voice, I sometimes
0: get ahead of the Spirit. So it's a great adventure but you've learned the success or failure is on the Lord. It's not on you. And then your part is the timing, the strategy, the how. And the, the when. And the when.
1: The how and the when is his business. Is his business. The do is mine.
0: That is so powerful. It just is. Get to work. It's so powerful. Get to work. Yeah. I have had the pleasure of viewing this epic movie. It's in theater September 1st. Yes. It is... Absolutely stunning for many reasons. I love the Woman at the Well story. Because she's your precious friend, Our dear Kathy. friend, and she's been Kathy a Tricoli. favorite guest on this podcast. Yes,
1: she's unbelievable. But
0: I have to say the narration also, the narration that you did leading into the Woman at the Well story is like nothing I've ever heard before. It is exquisite. There is such an anointing on it. Oh, praise God. It's like that where you're listening when you hear Nicole sing The God Who Sees, and it just keeps growing. And the words and the way you did it and the anointing that's on you when you did it is, I mean, I bet I played it back five times. Wow. Thank you. It is. It's so perfect because it brings that unique presence of God and the anointing that's on your voice, there's always been something in your voice. I mean, television takes it as charisma or personality, but there's just like a something breaks in your voice, breaks open. That's so interesting you should say that because
1: I am pretty much incognito around here, you know, or anywhere. People will not recognize me for whatever reason at all, which you know that's fine with me. Yeah. And all of a sudden they hear me speaking. And, and it's they'll over. go over. Yeah. Kathy Lee? Yes. They know
0: my voice. Your voice. All those years, that's God's doing too. It is. And I'm excited for people who are Christ followers and call themselves Christians to get to go to the theater to see something that they know is biblically based that is done so well. Thank you for saying that, it's sweetie. It's done so well. Don't it, you walk into these faith
1: based movies just wanting it to be wonderful, so like please bad. Jesus? Yes. And then they're just so disappointing, not because they didn't get across, yes, Jesus right. saves, yes, but the quality of them right. is so lacking. Right. And in my spirit, I want to go, but Lord, bless them, bless yes. this. I know what they were trying to do. Right. But in my humanity, and because I'm an artist Mm -hmm. who's all my life, I have strived to reach excellence. Right. You know, I'll never be perfect, but I have to strive for excellence or I can't live with myself. Right. And they're not excellent. Yeah. And I get frustrated by. It. I said, "Lord, no, we're the true. daughter of a king. Yes, sons and daughters. Right. Why aren't we making movies that more than rival Hollywood, put Hollywood to shame? It's so like true. Mel did when he made The Passion of the Christ. Exactly. Hello,
0: we have the greatest content there is. Oh, to tell, we have the greatest story ever told. Yes, just get the package right. I think you see it in the caliber of what you chose, the people." that you invited to be a part of it, the caliber of who they are, which I'm reminded I have to mention your precious friend mine, Dr. Michelle Margiotta.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Dr. Moosh. Her work on this the music. Simply I simply mean, superb. You could sell the soundtrack, you know, by itself. Know. It's just superb. Let's
1: talk about Little Moosh for a second, shall we? Dr. Moosh. Dr. Moosh. Who is about five feet tall. Yes. And uh, her heart is bigger than her whole body. That's right. She's My from, little
0: Italian friend. Oh, I love her.
1: She's precious. Introduced to me and to you, I'm sure, as well, through our other Italian friend, Kathy yes.
0: Tricoli. She's so talented. I always say, if I didn't already love you I would hate you because all that gift in that little person
1: is not fair it's not fair
0: and yet but it's she's so amazing fair because her oh, heart for
1: God is so
0: pure she's incredible yeah her, so her work on this project the orchestrations they're just otherworldly I totally agree and is it true that when you were in ocean Way to do that that Moosh was the youngest woman to ever conduct the that's Nashville what I, Symphony that's what they Orchestra? were told us. Incredible. Yeah. But have you been an instrument of that a lot through your life and career of kind of seeing something in somebody and kind of pushing them beyond? I've always tried to. Yeah. Because people did that for me. Yeah. I feel like I have. I love to do it.
1: I haven't told you the story of how when I first came back from Nashville, and I'd been through the recording of The God Who Sees with Nicole, and we'd said, we're going to Israel. Mm-hmm. I was on fire when I got back to the Today Show. And there's this yeah. is gorgeous, gorgeous, very secular girl, 28 years old, who had worked on staff at the Today Show with me. But she watched me like a hawk, mm. followed me everywhere, asked me questions all the time. She was interested in how to become a person on camera, to go from being on, wow. off to on. Okay. And she's dropped dead gorgeous girl her yeah. named Donna. Hmm. And I started calling her Don Adorable
0: because she is.
1: And I loved her. And she's just darling. And she said to me one day when I got back from Nashville, she said, Kathy, every time you come back from Israel or from Nashville, whatever, you're, you're like on fire, you're all glow. There's like this thing around you. Yeah. And she said, can I hear what you just did in Nashville? Can I come in and listen? And I said, Donna, of course you can. So she comes in. I sit her down in my dressing room, and I put my Bose headphones on her, and I just watch her. We have not shot it in Israel yet. This is just Nicole's take, her number one take, first take on The God Who Sees. Now it's got a 65-piece orchestra behind her, and she knows Mm -hmm. nothing of the Bible. Keep that in mind. She knows nothing of anything. Yeah, And I've been... Concerned since day one, it's 11 and a half minutes long. Right, right. right. And now listen, this is an investment of your time. This is 11 and a half. She says, I don't care. It's okay. Wow. I said, all right. I sit her down. She starts to listen. And I just watched her. And usually I give people privacy. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, the Lord had me watch her. And I watched her for all that time and around nine minutes, around the time that Mary Magdalene shows up. And she is just gone, gone. And the, by the time that we hear Nicole
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, get to that point where she was to really starts to rip on the whole song, I look over at her, and, and she's sobbing. <gasps> she's sobbing. Oh. And she takes off her headphones, and when it's over, and she's shaking, and she goes, Kathy, this is a masterpiece. I said, oh, honey, thank you didn't need a compliment. But it was, you know, this is my Donna adorable. Yes. She goes, this is what changed my life. She goes, can you make it longer? I don't know these stories. Wow. I went over to her gym and I took hold of her and held her I said, you have no idea, precious girl, how God just used you in my life. I know now what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to go back And I'm going to start telling all these stories in the Bible this way to reach people like you who've never heard them before.
0: Oh, my word. It was a destined, just one of those Divine appointments, as
1: they call it. Divine appointment, divine alignment, divine everything.
0: So, Kathy, with all that you have done in your life and career, if you had to say what God put you on the earth to do. I mean, in essence, you are like Jesus in that you are a storyteller. He told parables. He just told parables, Mm -hmm. and people found themselves in them. Yes. Oh, thank you for saying that. I've never thought about it, but it's so true. Yeah, it's just written so beautifully in what you've lived, what you're doing now. And I find it so interesting, you know, that when we started this conversation, you started sharing with us about the season of life that you entered into when you moved here. And you are now that it's different than what your life has been. If you want to sleep in, you can sleep in. And yet this freedom has made way for a new kind of creativity Mm -hmm. in the hand of God on your life. Yeah. Like we haven't seen and is doing things that we haven't seen, but we need to, especially in our culture today. Right. I yeah. mean, for such a time as this, it's all of it.
1: Oh, it's you know, just for so your unfair. life, for my life, for everybody who's listening to your podcast right now. Yeah. We're not any more special than they are. Right. They are children of God as well. Yeah. And if they have a pulse, they've got a purpose too. It's so you true. You know, from the dawn of creation through eternity. Wow. It's one story, Jen. You know that. Yeah. You're such a student of the Word. You know that there's no reason in the world except for Satan tried to divide us from the very beginning to make it the Old Testament and the New Testament. That's right. The old belongs to the Jews. The new belongs to the Christians. Yeah. Biggest lie Satan ever told other than you should eat that. Right, right, right. (laughs) So true. Yeah. It's so true. It is not God's way. It shouldn't even be called testament. which means a testimony, it's covenant. It should be the old covenant Covenant. and the new covenant. That's the truth. The old covenant was the one God made with Abraham. Yes. The new covenant was the one Jesus made on the cross for us. Yeah, yeah. Behold, I make all things new. Yeah. Do you not perceive it? Yeah. And that's what's so thrilling about the work that I'm doing today with all of these collaborators. I can't believe I get to do what I do now. Yeah. I'm just a simple little girl. Yeah. Born to very humble parents. I never graduated from college. Mm -hmm. I can't write an oratorio. I can't write a Broadway show. Yeah. Until the Lord Jesus says, "But I can." Right. Right. Pick
0: up your pen, honey.
1: Yeah. Let's get to work.
0: Well, your walk has just shown, and even how you describe yourself, what can happen with just anybody with a relationship with God. Amen. And It's giving birth to such beautiful things. I know that most Jewish scholars say that the mouth is the heart's tool for implementing, Mm -hmm. that everything is words. The
1: pay is the mouth in Hebrew. Pay. And we are in the decade of the pay
0: right now. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. I remember reading that. Well, since words are so important, I just want to speak a blessing over this film, that it would go to every place. That Jehovah intended it to go when mm. he dropped it in your heart. Yeah. That it would go beyond. it there. Yes. That it would go beyond what people even think it will do or won't do. Mm-hmm. And that will affect millions and millions of lives. I want to just say this to you. And my prayer is that the seed that you have sown in this film, that the harvest of that would come back to you in all the ways that you need it to. Oh honey, thank you. He's the god of seed time and harvest. He I really believe I believe everything's a seed. And there's a great harvest on this for you carrying this four years, for you following him step by step. That it's time for the celebration and for that harvest to come. Praise God. And so we just bless you with that. Thank you for being with me today. Oh, honey, thank you for coming to
1: my home and sitting with me on my sofa. Oh, it's I've cried many a tear on this
0: sofa. Yeah.
1: I've cried out to God in front of that fireplace so many nights. Yeah. It is a new season of my life. Yes, it is. I learned recently, and we'll leave it with this because I want to learn new things every day. Yeah. We've all learned. Philippians four thirteen, which is amazing. I thought it was my life's verse, mm-hmm. and it said, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." And until I realized, somebody said the word actually for things means seasons, because I can't hit. A note that's off the piano—that's sure. a thing. Right. I can't do that. Right. I can't become a, a, a prima ballerina at the age I am. Right. I mean, if God decides, yeah, but right. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Sure. Things is not the word; it really it's means seasons. it means seasons. <gasps> that changes
0: everything. Changes
1: everything. Yeah. I can do all seasons. Through Christ. Through Christ who strengthens me. And I'm in a new season of my life. Hmm. Let not your heart be troubled. Yeah. There are more admonitions in the Bible about fear than any other thing. It's true. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't yeah. be afraid. Whatever your listeners are hearing right now from us, yeah. Jen, I know your heart is the same as mine. Yeah. Do not fear the Don't future. Yeah. Do not fear this day. Yes. Lo, I am with you always, yes. even to the end of the age. Yes. I will never leave you or forsake you. Do not perceive this new thing I'm
0: doing in you. Wow. So good. So true. But he's always been enough, and he still is enough. He is enough. And you're going to help remind us of that. September 1st is the day. Yes. It's in theaters. To all of our listeners, there's going to be a link in the bio of where to get tickets get them in advance just get ahead of this thing buy tickets for your family your they friends they can go to fathomevents.com fathomevents.com
1: i would love if a pastor's listening that he would try to sell it out for his church oh yeah and encourage his followers mm-hmm. to bring a lost sheep with them yes because there's much to be learned and felt and yeah. then you take them out afterwards and sit with them and buy them a cup of coffee give them a meal just yeah. and let them talk yeah. Let them share their heart. I'm praying it will open people's hearts. Oh, yeah. Broken hearts in Christianity who have followed Jesus and feel let down. Mm-hmm. Feel like, did I go down the wrong path? My dreams haven't come true. Mm. So many people like that. Lord, we just pray for them listening right now. Let yeah. them realize that, no, you are the God yes. of the way. You are the way, the truth, the life. The life. And no one comes, even you, That's still. Right. Unto the Father, but through Jesus, Yeshua. And that's the best news any of us have heard. The one who actually died for us is going to fight for us. Yes. So we praise you for that, Lord. The last thing Jesus told me recently that has just blown me away and rocked my world is he said, Kathy, when you meet someone, I want you to love them.
0: Hmm.
1: And I said, well, of course, Lord, you do. Sure. Of course. And I thought that was all. Yeah. So often I just respond before he's finished. Right. Oh, I can't seem to learn. And he waits for me graciously, mercifully. (laughs) And he goes, and then. Uh,
0: As I was saying.
1: As I was saying. Mm -hmm. I want you to keep loving them until you no longer recognize the person you first met.
0: Oh, my word. Oh, That's a whole different thing. That's another level, as they say. That's beautiful. Isn't it? It's beautiful. That's what Jesus did. I mean, you can't say it any better than that. (laughs) That's just the bottom line. Isn't it? And with that, where could we go further?
1: Just say thank you for listening, everybody. We pray we've been a blessing. We pray the Holy Spirit is at work in your heart right now. Yes. That you will open your heart, your yeah. broken heart, yeah. especially your broken one. Yeah, the one that The one that still can't seem to break the past, yeah. can't break the, the addictions, can't break the needs yeah. that fuel you every morning. Mm-hmm. We claim in the name of Jesus that your brokenness will become wholeness yes. in the name of Yeshua. Yes, we do. If you're hiding in that little tree like the little man was, mm-hmm. uh, that, that you'll come down from those branches. God doesn't want you to live in the branches. God doesn't want to live you in the shadows. He doesn't want you to live anywhere but in the bright light of His love. That's right. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, you guys. Yes, He He is. He can breathe that same life into you. Yes, He can. He can change your life. He can fill you with His Holy Spirit. Yes. He can give you joy inexpressible Yes. and life and purpose going forward Yes. for all eternity. Yes, He can. Just trust Him. Yeah. Everything else hasn't worked. Yeah. Nothing else works.
0: That's right. That's right. Things go better with Jesus. Yes. Things go better with Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. My pleasure and joy. Well, I don't know about you, but this one was one for the books. I have to tell you, sitting in Kathy Lee's beautiful home and listening to her share out of the treasuries of her heart of what she has walked out in life and walked out with God. There was a felt presence of God in the atmosphere. I know that you had to feel it throughout this conversation and even as she prayed for all of us at the end. I want to encourage you to get online, go to fathomevents.com and find out where the way is playing in your area. As I mentioned on the podcast, I have already viewed it and it is, is stunning. I'm excited about attending the premiere myself right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'll see you back here next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.